Welcome back to your Daily Dose. Today, Nick and I delve into the world of corporate culture and values. We talk about finding your path by chasing the things you love and doing the things you love to do most. You'll also get to hear the refrain from my new hit single, Run Into Love. So turn it up and enjoy. You, you've worked with a lot of companies. I work with a lot of companies. You work with, you've worked with. Yeah. You're, you're a businessman. A businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a question for you because I've always wondered about this. It feels like each organization, and there might be some overlap there, but each organization has their corporate currency. They have the thing that is important to them. Oh, yeah. And sometimes that's literal currency. But having worked in a couple of agencies, marketing agencies, and one, it was creative. It's all about, it has to be creative work. So you have this bucket of creative work that everybody good, everybody with a lot of experience, everybody that you would want working on your project works on. Mm-hmm. And then you have the stuff that pays the bills, but is not sexy at all in any way. That the interns, that the you know the, the general people, the new people work on. And that to me, I think it's different from business to business. So in some, it might be creative and others, it might be, you know, in a sales organization, it might be the number of sales that you have or the number the ways that you communicate with people. But is that true? Do you kind of see that when you're going in and talking to different organizations that each one has its own, the currency on which they measure success? Absolutely. Uh, and it's funny because you would think that it would always be tied specifically to what's critical to their success. You would think that if it's a sales organization, that the best sales guy would be at the top of the heap and have the most currency to play with. But it's not always the case, which is interesting because I think what you're really talking about is uh, incentives. What do you, what's, what's the incentive um, to move the business forward? What's the incentive to the employee? What, I feel like that... That whole concept of having currency means you have the ability to incentivize somebody to do what you want them to do, mm-hmm. right? And that, so yeah, I see that in all kinds of different industries. And in, like uh, in Uber, speed is extremely uh, high importance there. Doing it and doing it fast. They are they are rabid entrepreneurs, and they actually state it in their values. And so they you know they put them out there. I think some of the smarter companies actually put those values out there and then live them to say look we are we are a company that prides itself in like i have some architecture clients who their whole thing is how green can we be and so the greenness of their efforts is is really driving who's going to be the superstar uh, on any given day so yeah it is it's fun and it's interesting to see how people respond to those opportunities and challenges and how they build the a cash Cash, C-A-C-H-E, not cash, uh, of, of those skills in order to help propel themselves and their companies forward. Do you feel like sometimes you're working with people and they have the wrong incentives, they have the wrong currency, yes. they have the wrong way of looking at things and valuing success? I do, because uh, a lot of the work I do helps people to align their efforts with their values and their values with their goals. 
So, so yeah, if I see disturbances or inconsistencies, I'm the first person to point them out because we need those to be aligned in order for people to live in harmony with the corporate mission and where they're trying to go and to get behind it and be able to help drive it. If you don't know where they're trying to go, it's really hard to actually help them get there. Uh, so, so if you lay those values out up front and we say, look, this is what we value here, uh, people will step up. Well, a number of people will step up. Those who care to be seen and those who care to be advanced will step up. And the others, they don't. And guess what? We need those people to do the uh, really boring ad work. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how it goes. But I love the, I love it when creativity is the, is the mode just because that's something I excel at. I think we should be looking for jobs that way, quite honestly. Find the values of the organization. Look at the values that you have. Look at the skills you have. And is, are those things that are going to allow you to be a superstar? Yeah. And, you know, rather than just having a job, because 100,000 hours of my life, I need to be turned on. You know, I don't need to be dead in my seat. Is that like this idea of hiring somebody for fit within the organization, not necessarily fit for the skill set? You've heard that. Yeah, I hear more often hire for personality and then train for skill. Uh, And I believe that's a great way to approach it. Because human beings are multi-use tools. Some of them are just tools. But most of us are multi-use. And to be able to teach people new skills is a lot easier than teaching people new behaviors and new personalities. And I think um, some corporate cultures that I work with are so rigorous that I've recommended they incorporate different questions into their interviews to ferret out those who won't survive the rigor of, of the environment. So fit is really important. Uh, and it is sometimes most important because more often than not, people who don't fit end up somewhere else. Uh, so along with that, along with the currency at work and, you know, the fit and everything, how do you, are there ways to apply that to your personal life and the work that you do or the creative outlet that you have? Oh, for me, absolutely. Because I get to choose my clients. I get to say yes or no to any client opportunity. And I'm looking for opportunities where I have skills that I love to use that they need me to use. So I'm more likely, I, I can do marketing research. Guess what? I am a Gallup trained marketing research designer. I could do that for a living if I wanted to. I don't want to. Uh, and I will take that on if business is low, I'll take on a marketing research project to pay the bills. But for the most part, I'm, I'm not, that's not the skill set that I want to shine at. So I'm looking for places where I can use the skills I love to use the most. Because if I'm using the skills I love to use the most, I'm happy. And if I'm happy, I'm doing the best work I'm doing. And if I'm doing the best work I'm doing, I'm probably going to be the guy getting advanced. You know, so I feel like that's there's a direct correlation there. And I don't mean to keep talking about running after love, but that's that's what you do. If you're really awesome at something, you should. I mean, what's something that you love to do that you've worked into a job that you had? Oh, are you asking me that? I am, yeah. Sorry, I was really hung up on running to love as like this <laughs> 80s hair ballad running to love what a turn about running to love and feel that so run for love yeah <laughs> did you say run from love run to love running toward <laughs> love running for what you love because here's the thing i think if once you figure out what you love you should be not walking to it you should run to it yeah i mean it's like because then you'll have more time with what you love so don't waste time on the journey there. Just get there and, uh, and, and just listen to that song while you're doing it. Right on. Run into love. Take us out for this episode. Run into love. Yeah.
Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. One of these days, I'm going to be as brave as Bob and sing on the podcast. And I hope I also find myself running to love in my work, in my family, in my personal life. Bob and I hope you do too. Thanks for listening.